Okay, so we can begin the teaching part of the day. That uh, phrase of the, let's say, the topic being the whole of the path, the fruits of spiritual friendship, comes from a, a discourse. And uh, I'd, I'd like to uh, kind of ground uh, the teachings in the words of the Buddha, keep coming back, use that as an anchor. It's usually more reliable than anybody else. So this uh, It's a well-known discourse, but oftentimes it's quoted, but uh, uh, kind of left dangling. Uh, in the sense that about half the half the discourse is referred to, so I'd like to uh, read the whole one. It's not that long. I think it's worth knowing it and being able to contemplate it. So, on one occasion, the Blessed One was dwelling among the Sakyans, where there was a town of the Sakyans called Nagaraka. Then the Venerable Ananda approached the Blessed One. Having approached, he paid homage to the Blessed One, sat down to one side, and said to him. Venerable Sir, this is half of the holy life, that is, good friendship, good companionship, good comradeship. Not so, Ananda, not so, Ananda. This is the entire holy life, Ananda, that is, good friendship, good companionship, good comradeship. When a bhikkhu has a good friend, a good companion, a good comrade, it is to be expected that he will develop and cultivate the Noble Eightfold Path. And how, Ananda, does a a bhikkhu who has a good friend, a good companion, a good comrade, develop and cultivate the Noble Eightfold Path? Here, Ananda, a bhikkhu develops right view, which is based upon seclusion, dispassion, and cessation, maturing in release. He develops right intention, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right concentration, which is based upon seclusion, dispassion, and cessation, maturing in release. It is in this way, Ananda, that a bhikkhu who has a good friend, a good companion, a good comrade, develops and cultivates the Noble Eightfold Path. By the following method too, Ananda, may be understood how the entire holy life is good friendship, good companionship, good comradeship. By relying upon me as a good friend, Ananda, beings subject to birth are freed from birth. Beings subject to aging are freed from aging. Beings subject to death are freed from death. Beings subject to sorrow, lamentation, pain, displeasure, and despair are freed from sorrow, lamentation, pain, displeasure, and despair. By this method, Ananda, it may be understood how the entire holy life is good friendship, Good companionship, good comradeship. Uh, to me, is a, a, a very beautiful uh, discourse, and uh, uh, that sense of uh, drawing close to a good friend, good friends in Dhamma, in, in the uh, uh, scriptural language, Kalyanamitta, having a, a, a good friend, a noble friend. And it's, uh, I, I think, telling that the Buddha is referring to himself as a good friend uh, rather than. The Buddha referring to himself as some exalted, enlightened being that doesn't have to deal with uh, uh, sort of those 
the lesser mucky mucks of the samsara. So he's a good friend, and that's how he uh, approaches his his uh, say position as as uh, as teacher, uh, one who who, uh, who provides uh, a uh, that support on the path, and uh, and and then that. Uh, 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 being able to draw uh, close to the uh, to that that friendship of of the what the Buddha embodies and uh, what it entails, and so that that sense of cultivation of the of the path, cultivation of the uh, the uh, noble eightfold path that the Buddha uh, laid out as a uh, a way of training, a way of practice. Uh, and that uh, uh, the training in uh, in virtue, training in uh, meditation, training in wisdom and discernment, uh, and that's also in terms when we think of uh, that drawing close to uh, what is going to provide uh, a a solid basis for uh, companionship or friendship. Then uh, this. This path is is uh, that's what we would we would be developing, uh, and uh, uh, when we draw close to those who are uh, uh, good friends, they support us in that cultivation. Uh, so that's a uh, I think it's a really important aspect of of this um, aspect of of uh, uh, having a good spiritual friendship and. Uh, because as I said, oftentimes it's it's uh, 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 when this discourse is is quoted, then it uh, it sometimes uh, kind of left dangling in that uh, um, the whole of the the entire holy life is having good friendship, good companionship, um, but it isn't actually oftentimes just you know, not not really clarified as to well what that mean. Um, and uh, um, today, of course, we'll we'll spend the day exploring that. I think, and uh, I want to uh, maybe take uh, uh, the morning time and uh, uh, explore the, these aspects of of uh, 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 of good spiritual friendship, and uh, and then uh, in the afternoon uh, explore. More aspects of the of the path and path of training. Um, the uh, <coughs> maybe for the benefit of the recording, I should put in my sources the uh, um, that that discourse is in the Sangyutta Nikaya Sangyutta Forty Five Sutta Number Two. Uh, that's connected discourses, and uh, in the uh, there's another discourse where the Buddha um, defines or describes um, a good spiritual friendship, or uh, and. Uh, this is in the uh, um, numerical discourses, uh, the eights, uh, Sutta number 54. And uh, um, 
He says, and what is good friendship? Here, in whatever village or town a clansman lives, he or she associates with householders, whether young, uh, but of mature virtue, or old, and of mature virtue, who are accomplished in faith, virtuous behavior, generosity, and wisdom. They converse with them and engage in discussions with them. Insofar as they are accomplished in faith, he emulates them with respect to their accomplishment in faith. Insofar as they are accomplished in virtuous behavior, he emulates them with respect to their accomplishment in virtuous behavior. Insofar as they are accomplished in generosity, he emulates them with respect to their accomplishment in generosity. Insofar as they are accomplished in wisdom, he emulates them with respect to their accomplishment in wisdom. This is called good friendship. So that's a, uh, these are uh, kind of nice uh, parameters of uh, and standards to be be uh, uh, reflecting on in terms of uh, 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 good friendship, uh, uh, good good spiritual friendship. What's going to nurture uh, our spiritual roots and uh, and help us on a, in our uh, endeavor and aspiration for. Um, kind of peace, understanding, uh, and uh, uh, that uh, uh, those aspects of uh, faith, confidence, um, uh, virtue, uh, generosity, wisdom, those are, uh, one, they're qualities, of course, that we, uh, it's helpful for us to be uh, paying attention to, but also in terms, if we're going to draw close to uh, others, uh, then uh, drawing close to those who have those qualities, or uh, that help us to 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 uh, establish ourselves in in those those qualities. So that that seeking of of uh, uh, seeking people out who are are uh, good models for for ourselves, what we would like to 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 accomplish, what we would like to develop, uh, what we would like to see in ourselves. And uh, that is uh, uh, an important aspect of, of uh, when we think of of a uh, um, <coughs> establishing friendships um, or companionship of, on a spiritual basis, and we want to. Uh, yeah, we want to raise the bar a bit for ourselves. It's easy to, um, you know, to to hang out with people who are sort of like ourselves, and and uh, um, where you know they help us to uh, uh, kind of feel comfortable in following our own habits and conditioning. But uh, is that and maybe we should be encouraging ourselves to. To, to seek others who are, are who, who really do help us raise the bar for ourselves. I think of um, um, Ajahn Chah and, uh, and oftentimes he would uh, just give very simple images and uh, um, 
one of the images that he, he give is, is just sort of saying, okay, yeah, if there's a, say, just imagine that there's a tree over here, saying a tree over there, and then a vine starts to grow up around uh, cl- close to this tree. You know, which tree is that vine going to wind itself around and grow up around it? And of course, he said, well, it's going to grow up, it's going to wind itself around this this tree. So yeah, that's exactly it. It's going to go what, to what's closest. So that, uh, he said, in the same way that, that uh, um, for us as human beings, um, we're going to we're going to grow up and and uh, and sort of follow the the uh, the people that are closest to us. So that uh, uh, that's and, and that's just natural. That's how nature works. Uh, so that um, for ourselves, and we want to be making some choices as to uh, drawing close to people who are going to to uh, help us uh, um, cultivate and develop. Um, wholesome qualities, good qualities, and for us to be able to uh, gain uh, some kind of wisdom and understanding. And uh, 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 I'm sure we've all got uh, stories and recollections of of, uh, uh, growing up and and, uh, maybe hanging out with the wrong people. And uh, um, it wasn't wasn't really good for us. and uh, but when we uh, might have been kind of easy or comfortable or or, or even fun, but uh, um, but yeah, the, the results might not have been so wonderful. Uh, there uh, and it's just it's just uh, it's just natural. But so that when we think of uh, good spiritual friends, uh, then we want to be a, a bit more conscious. Uh, and uh, and put our attention to towards uh, drawing close to to uh, uh, to good people and those aspects of uh, of faith um, confidence. What does somebody have confidence in? What do they have faith in? Um, you know, what is is actually because um, uh, having a certain degree of uh, faith and confidence in in things that are in accordance with with truth, um, that uh, um, that that's important. And I can remember when I was say when I was young and and uh, and I first went off to uh, a university. Um, I mean, I grew up in a in a very small town, northern Canada, and uh, um, getting to. Uh, university was was a uh, was a big deal, and uh, uh, and then um, of course in those days sort of existential philosophy was really was really big, and uh, um, and I kept sort of wanting oh, you know the, the, I don't think I want to hang out with people who who have that world view of of that kind of that the nihilistic kind of view and I really remember that wrestling with that because it was it's you know it was what was popular uh, but uh, uh, I was uh, um, 
I don't know, this doesn't seem seem helpful for me. And that, that sense of uh, uh, a nihilistic uh, perception of the of of where our function in uh, in the universe is is actually doesn't uplift me. It doesn't encourage me to do something uh, that is uh, better for myself or for others. Uh, so that that uh, uh, so I think that's that's part of that. You know, what do we have faith and confidence in? What do others have their place in their faith and confidence in? Uh, and and what's the effect? Uh, what it, would it encourage us to do? Uh, so similarly with with virtue uh, and uh, I think from the from the uh, uh, from the Buddhist perspective <coughs> um, that those aspects of virtue are um, on a very practical basis in the sense of because uh, the Buddha is always coming back to what is it that that helps to uh, alleviate suffering and increase happiness and well-being, and uh, a an attention to um, speech and action uh, that uh, are uh, are harmless, are considerate, are kind, are generous. Uh, those are the aspects of virtue, and uh, uh, when we uh, attend to that, uh, then quite naturally we're we're. Uh, uh, yeah, we're just naturally more at ease with ourselves, and that's a, when the Buddha is asked, you know, what is the what's the benefit of 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 virtue of living virtuously, and uh, the Buddha is, well, the benefit is non remorse. You don't you don't have to regret what what you've done or said, and and. Uh, and then it lays a foundation. Then the Buddha goes on and sort of, well, it lays a foundation for these aspects of of uh, happiness and well-being. But uh, the first is is that sense of uh, yeah of, of non-remorse. You realize, yeah, how many times have we? we said, God, I just wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> was, uh, you know, or if only I hadn't hadn't have. Had, I've just thought it through a bit more and hadn't hadn't done that. That would, uh, you know, so that that aspect of attention to to virtue and encouragement from the from the people around us, that's, uh, it's really helpful. Uh, generosity, uh, uh, the the aspects of uh, of of generosity that are are uh, um, kind of. Both in terms of personal happiness and well-being, that comes from generosity, because our our uh, uh, connections with people are uh, uh, are really nurtured when we um, when we we have a, a generous attitude, uh, whether it's a material generosity or a generosity of time or generosity of spirit. Um, we actually um, uh, have a lot more um, happiness and well-being. Um, it's just natural, and and similarly, you know, people tend to be drawn more to a person who is uh, has that quality of those qualities of generosity, as opposed to you know I think that the, in the opposite is the opposite of generosity would be selfishness, so that. 
And we all know what it feels like if we have to be around a person who is selfish for too long. If they're um, <coughs> both, again, sort of, it's not just sort of on a material aspect, but when the reference point of one's exi- when the reference point of one's existence is me, um, then um, it. I mean, not only is that a very tiny, small, cramped little universe. Uh, it's <laughs> it. Uh, uh, it doesn't in, it doesn't include others and doesn't make other others feel comfortable. So that that's, those aspects of, of generosity are, are laying foundations for uh, our our own personal well being, but then also our ease with in living with 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 others. And of course, wisdom, uh, and maybe a better word for wisdom is discernment, being able to see things clearly, discerning, um, being astute in recognizing what's actually beneficial, what's actually harmful, what is for my own good and the good of others, what's for my own harm, the harm of others, Um, those aspects of, of, of wisdom. So those qualities... Uh, are uh, when say so, you know, I mean it's, when the Buddha defines good friendship, it's it's going towards these really skillful qualities, and they're they're uh, uh, qualities which we can be uh, uh, cultivating in ourselves, uh, and then when we draw close to others that have those qualities, of course, um, it, it encourages us to uh, to. Uh, to cultivate those qualities, and and that's yeah, for our long-lasting uh, welfare and, and happiness. Um, <clears throat> when we're you know thinking in terms of a good friendship, um, you know, that that sense of, of drawing close to others who who are uh, who have a similar interest or have a, a an interest in what is wholesome and skillful. Uh, that uh, um, yeah, that that supports us, and so that in our um, uh, you know, certainly one of the one of the reasons why why I'm a monk, uh, the uh, when I think of of uh, um, oftentimes people look at it, you know. Monks or monasteries, and they've got these monasteries where they're just monks come together, monastics come together, and they're practicing so diligently and so impeccably, and blah blah blah. So it's a, a uh, um, it's a nice kind of image, but. <laughs> but the reality is, is that uh, yeah, I mean, we're all kind of just trying to trying to do a bit better. Um, but one of the good things of say, like living in a monastery, is it's rare that that uh, everybody in the monastery is just um, uh, lazy and shameless all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Or just you know completely disheartened and and discouraged 
by the practice all at the same time. It's usually, uh, you know, there's, there's, at any given time, there's, there's usually more people who, who are kind of uh, uh, uplifted and keen than, 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 than aren't. So that, and that's a really, real big support because we all go, we, that's the nature of, of, of the human mind is that it goes in cycles. It arises, it passes away. Um, but uh, by drawing close to to others, then uh, it helps us get through those 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 times and those stages uh, when when there is when there is difficulty, when there are uh, obstacles that we're we're working with and dealing with. Uh, so that uh, you know, for uh, people living in the world, living in the lay life, uh, I think it's really important to be um, finding places of practice, centers, groups um, that one can, can connect with. And they don't have to be, be perfect. Um, uh, because they aren't, there, isn't any such, there isn't any such thing. Uh, sort of, whether it's a perfect monastery or a perfect meditation group, uh, it doesn't exist. Not on this planet, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, sort of good enough, uh, and and uh, that's uh, 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 good enough to encourage ourselves to be a bit better, uh, and that's that, that's important uh, because we can can uh, uh, then it's also something that we can be uh, giving to because it's not just me receiving the fruits of spiritual friendship; it's me also giving. The benefits of spiritual friendship, and try, you know, through our our own efforts of um, of confident, of faith, confidence, of of virtue, of generosity and wisdom, um, our own implicate. We can um, both in, we can be helping others, encouraging others, as well as ourselves. So that 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 sense of of the importance of uh, spiritual friendship. Uh, both supporting ourselves as well as as being being a support for others, and uh, uh, in at the same time as as recognizing the uh, uh, the limitations of 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 ourselves and the limitations of others, uh, and that's where. Um, when we see our uh, see those those kinds of unskillful qualities, those are are are, are as, uh, opportunities for both exercising patience, exercise, exercising um, loving kindness and compassion, uh, exercising wisdom in terms of how to how to work with that, how to de- develop the skills, how to um, whether it's working with Say one's own obstacles, or being uh, recognizing uh, the uh, uh, unskillful qualities of, of of others, and and particularly when we're living in a group, and uh, human beings live in groups. I mean, it's just it's, it's the way it is. So that we we need to to uh, uh, be uh, discerning uh, in in recognizing the the. Uh, Say the habits, the tendencies of others, as well as ourselves, and uh, adjusting 
uh, our uh, priorities and attention uh, um, uh, appropriately. And so there's uh, um, sometimes for ourselves we need to uh, either be, you know, say, restraining ourselves, holding ourselves back sometimes, um, because we can be um, get swept up in in the energy of other people, or swept up in the in the negativity of other people, swept up in the exuberance of other people, and uh, you realize, oh, that doesn't have a good effect on me. Um, you know, so having to to hold back. Sometimes we need to push ourselves forward. Um, the uh, you know, recognizing that we need to to push ourselves to um, you know, to be helpful, to be uh, 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 be a bit more giving, to be more uh, uh, willing to engage with with others and it's not that that there's any uh, absolute right or wrong uh, but it's like paying attention to what is is a good balance for ourselves what's a good balance that allows ourselves to experience a sense of of and an in because the the, the uh, say the the Buddha's teaching, uh, say, the um, how do you say the the standard for measuring whether or not the Buddha's teaching is working or not working is paying attention to see are wholesome qualities increasing and unwholesome qualities decreasing, uh, and and that's. Uh, Paying attention to that, recognizing what is it that helps um, the mind to be uh, to relinquish habits of irritation, aversion, fear, greed—you know, whatever—and uh, then to dwell in in it more consistently in those qualities of of, uh, uh, of kindness, of patience, of of, of clarity. And, uh, uh, and of course, that um, a component of that uh, is the the people that we associate with. Um, the uh, there's a discourse where the Buddha uh, is quite emphatic, and uh, this is this is from the Iti Uttaka. Um, the, the one section of the ones in number seventeen. It's called. It's actually called the good friend. Because in regard to external factors, I do not perceive any. I do not perceive another single factor so helpful as good friendship, for one who is a learner, who has not attained perfection but lives aspiring for the supreme security from bondage. Because one who has a good friend abandons what is unwholesome and develops what is wholesome. And then it ends in a, in a verse. Uh, when one has good friends and is reverential and respectful, doing what his friends advise, clearly comprehending and mindful, 
he may progressively attain the destruction of all obstacles, of all fetters. It's a very beautiful, emphatic statement by the by the Buddha. It's not sort of. Uh, uh, there's some ways that the Buddha teaches that he he's, he's uh, a bit more um, global in his perspective, and sometimes the Buddha is very emphatic and saying, yeah, "Well, this is a, a, an emphatic statement that, that the, uh, it's helpful to to uh, to recognize that." One of the uh, um, in one of the teachings that that uh, um, are uh, are given uh, in terms of the uh, actually Sariputta gives a teaching and he's um, he's sitting with the, he's sitting with the Buddha. This is from the. Uh, uh, connected Discourses, again, section 55, Sutta number 5. Uh, and it's on the section in, in, uh, concerned with stream entry, which is um, you know, a, a realization of entering the stream of Dhamma where one's, um, yeah, one's liberation is assured. One's absolutely uh, on the path and uh, there's no possibility of, of regression. And uh, uh, the Buddha quizzes uh, Sariputta, and, and he said, Sariputta, this is said, a factor for stream entry. Um, what now, Sariputta, is a factor for stream entry? So in the sense of, well, you know, there is this kind of possibility of entering the stream of Dhamma, entering the a sort of a, a, a stage of stability, and uh, uh, Sariputta, who has an incredibly analytical mind, uh, answers uh, in the way, rather than giving a factor for stream entry, um, he points, it out, points out into four different aspects. And the first was, first, association with, with superior persons, Venerable Sir, is a factor for stream entry. And hearing the true Dhamma is a factor for stream entry. And then careful attention is a factor for stream entry. Practice in accordance with the Dhamma is a factor for stream entry. And it's interesting that what, what uh, Sariputta is doing is putting it into two external factors and two internal factors. So that there's this, the internal and the external working together. And uh, the and so that the the first two of association with uh, superior persons uh, um, and then hearing uh, hearing the true dhamma, hearing a, a, a real true teaching, those are of course aspects of spiritual friendship, and uh, that's the the uh, uh, the. The, the, the fruits of, of uh, drawing close to, to good spiritual friends is one will tend to associate with with good people and will, one will hear good teachings will hear true teachings uh, and uh, but then there's also 
the necessity for an internal factor. One has to also take responsibility for oneself. So that that um, careful attention uh, in the scriptural language of Yoni Somanasikara, it's translated in many ways. Careful attention, wise attention, uh, considered reflection, um, wise thinking. Um, there, uh, um, and it's attention bringing things back to the root of things. Um, and then um, practice in accordance with the Dhamma is, is uh, in the scriptural language, it's, it's more like practicing Dhamma in accordance with Dhamma. Because uh, sometimes we practice Dhamma in accordance with our preferences. Sometimes we practice Dhamma in accordance to what's popular in, in the culture. Sometimes, <laughs> there's all sorts of ways we practice Dhamma. Uh, but, uh, uh, sorry, Buddha, yeah, if you, you want to practice Dhamma in accordance with Dhamma. And sort of that according with the, those principles of truth. Um, and, uh, uh, and it's a really helpful way. Not, you know, one doesn't torture oneself with it, but it's a really helpful reflection uh, when we're when we when we are practicing. It's, yeah, do these does this actually accord uh, with the uh, with truth? Does it accord with uh, how the Buddha laid things out? Uh, and. Uh, uh, I was like, when was I? I was in a bookstore a few months ago, and there was this, like a bookmark with this. I mean, it was called a quote for the Buddha from the Buddha, but it was sort of like it was this incredibly woolly statement of, of uh, um, you know, sort of like. Um, I mean, I can't remember what I should have written it down. Uh, it was so egregious. <laughs> and, uh, they, uh, you know, just sort of, you know, kind of, you know, almost sort of like, you know, do whatever feels good, and you'll you'll be happy. <laughs> you know, and it's the Buddha, you know. <laughs> it was, it was, it was uh, uh, whereas no, you want to practice. In accordance, practice dhamma in accordance with them. You want to live your life in accordance with principles of truth, and and that's and that's not uh, you know the Buddha isn't uh, uh, there on a, a uh, you know some kind of uh, you know external being or some celestial being sort of wagging his finger at you. This is the way. This is the way things are, and uh, um, and if the, if your goal is happiness and peace, then here's the way to do it. Go for it. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the discourse goes on, uh, where the Buddha says uh, praises. Sorry, but good, good. Sorry, put that. I mean, reiterates. So those are these. Those are the conditions. Uh, and then, because he's begun, you know, what's what are the factors of stream entering? And then, then he asks, um, uh, Sariputta, this is said, the stream. What now, Sariputta, is the stream? And 
and and in uh, Sariputta answers, this noble eightfold path, venerable sir, is the stream. That is right view, right intention, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right concentration. And and, says, well, and then the Buddha said, good, good Sariputta. This noble eightfold path yeah, is the stream. And, and then, then the Buddha asked Sariputta, a stream enterer. What now, Sariputta, is a stream enterer? And he says, well, one who, one who possesses this noble eightfold path, venerable sir, is called a stream enterer. And so, so that it's uh, the the Buddha's. I mean, I think in this discourse, it's just, it's coming down to to practice and and how we practice, how we live, and uh, recognizing that, especially from the first discourse that I that I uh, 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 brought up, uh, how the uh, good friendship and the path uh, work together, how they support each other. How they're they're uh, uh, they're kind of interwoven, and uh, and when we think of of uh, uh, the conditions that would be supportive for uh, our you know, penetration of of truth, um, these aspects of good friendship that that supports a good spiritual friendship that uh, directs us to uh, association and. Uh, contact with 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 with, uh, uh, with good teachings, um, and then but internally that, that uh, uh, careful attention, wise reflection, uh, and uh, practicing dhamma, and following this this eightfold path. I mean, any I'm sure that uh, every single person in this room here is, knows what the eightfold path is. I mean, everybody's been been uh, uh, involved in. Buddhist practice and for shorter, longer periods of time, but it's just one of the uh, the first things that you you, you bring. Oh, yeah, this is fundamental teachings. But uh, those fundamental teachings are are uh, uh, are the are the basis that allows us to really enter a, a path of, of of peace and 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 understanding. <coughs> 